Chopper, where are you? Chopper? What is that? It looks like a probe droid. My pet told me you were here. I've been searching for you for some time. A bounty hunter? Guess again. You've never heard of the Millennium Fault? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kessel Run less than 12 constants. Hey everyone, and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name's Kristen. And I'm Danny. And we have some really fun... Uh, stuff to talk about today. So, unfortunately, we don't have any news, though. Um, no. To... All of that landed last week. <laughs> yeah, you know, they always hit us with something really big one week, and then next week they're just like, we're going to let it we're simmer. We're going to starve you. <laughs> no, they're just letting it simmer in. You know, we got to talk about how, um, last week, if you tuned in, we got to talk about Mandalorian, um, and how we're excited about it. Absolutely. Yeah, kind of our thoughts on it, whether, you know... Mm, if we're interested, I guess, or not, which, I mean... Oh, yeah. Well, we're definitely do. I don't know. I was yeah. going to say, like, how can you not be? Um, you <laughs> there's not much really happening yet, so just waiting for trailers. Absolutely. More info. Um, yeah. But we actually do have a few comments we want to read. We actually put out a poll today. Well, I had put out a post um, just letting everybody know that tomorrow is our spooky, spooky episode uh, for Always Two They Are, which is what you're listening to right now. Um, and I had asked what your favorite moments in Rebels uh, were. And so I got a couple comments on that. So I wanted to read those because I appreciate you guys uh, interacting and uh, responding to us. We really appreciate you guys talking back. Um, so the first one I have is from Facebook. For Mr. Ben Chambers, he says they are as follows. Number one, Darth Vader versus Ahsoka Tano in the Season 2 finale. That's my favorite. Number two, the introduction of Grand Admiral Thrawn in Season 3. I thought the first one was my favorite, but that's my favorite too. So, (laughs) um, three, the two-part Series 3 finale. Uh, Number four, the introduction of Ahsoka Tano and Darth Vader at the end of Season 1. And then number five, the introduction of the Loathe Wolves. In season four, all amazing moments in Rebels. And then our friend over on Instagram, FoxRono9T, says, My favorite Re- Rebels moment is it's just a bunch of old geezers, well armed old geezers. Does the number 7567 mean anything to you? <laughs> <laughs> so the moment that they meet Rex, which is really cool, really awesome. Uh, so thank you guys for sending those in and uh, talking back with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, so guys, anytime we put out a post of, hey, what's your favorite thing? Or what do you think about this? It could end up on the show. But since we don't have any other news or anything like that, Kristen, are you ready to go ahead and get with our main topic? Yes, Danny, I'm ready to get with our new topic. i got a bad feeling about this. I'm not afraid. You will be. You will be. So our main topic this week is Always Two There Are from Star Wars Rebels. So we're going back to... Rebels, which yeah. we haven't visited in quite some time. We haven't. And in case you guys are curious, this is season two, episode four. Um, so Danny, give me your thoughts on what you thought about this 
Oh, see, I always throw that on you first. I Dang that's it. why I did it first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for this episode, now, now when I first watched it, um, back when I was watching Rebels for the first time, I never really thought anything of it. Uh, watching it again and really kind of like really paying attention, like holy crap, this thing's creepy. Um, you also mean also watching it like in the middle of October. That's true. Like yeah. in the season, right? Like. It- <laughs> It just has so... We're in the mood. <laughs> right, literally. Like, we've been wanting to watch... Well, he, Danny, not as much. Kristen, over here, oh, has gosh. been uh, really wanting to watch scary movies. And, I, I mean, I like scary movies really any time of the year, but they're always so much better around Halloween. <laughs> so I love it. And uh, poor Danny has been... <laughs> Stressed out, man. Stressed out. He's been such a trooper. He's been so brave for me. He'll Sca- even hold my hand. Oh, my gosh. And I get a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> scary movies are not my thing at all um i don't mind uh, jump scares every once in a while i like a good haunted house every once in a while but there's certain scary movies i just try to stay away from and, and it you- happens to be the ones that you're wanting to watch right now so. <laughs> <laughs> well he loves me what can i say um uh, but this uh, always to there are continues our monster madness month that we've been doing all yes. october for our spooky scary creepy star wars episodes and it's been a lot of fun it has i'm really digging into these episodes the last couple weeks have been really really cool um just watching that the scare factor in them Mm -hmm. um i mean who would have thought star wars had so much scariness in it sometimes i'd never thought twice about it to be honest with you (laughs) until we really started planning and going and looking for it i was like oh well we're probably gonna have a hard time doing this i even told you that when we were planning this and i mean it was pretty easy to find some pretty messed up episodes right you're absolutely right (laughs) um but yeah so this one falls into more of just the the scary almost jump scare kind of stuff at times um i wouldn't even say jump scare okay to me the episode was very um stalker Okay. Like, yeah. Stalker. It reminded me a lot of like a Michael Myers kind a little of slasher film. Yeah, because I mean, because <laughs> they're never in a hurry to slash you right. up. Right. Well, because you know, <laughs> and throughout the show, you know, you keep hearing noises, you see things going around corners, and mm-hmm. some people like to walk really slow. Oh my god! No change of pace. You know, everybody's just running. Can't <laughs> 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 inquisitors. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, just throughout the entire episode, it was like I said, it was very. Very horror like, very horror music. I'm um, super creepy. Um, so. Yeah, well, and in like any horror movie, it starts off really lighthearted. It does the first like <laughs> it always makes minute. you feel like like oh this might not be so bad. Right, I'm safe. <laughs> it's really cool. The first minute starts out really great. Um, it's very lighthearted. Um, Kane and Ezra are finishing up some training. Uh, pretty funny. I, one of the things in y'all. So I'm telling you, I got it right. Um, I'm telling you guys, like, you have to, have to, have to watch with subtitles on. Because <laughs> I've seen this episode, and I just didn't catch any of this. But So, when they're finishing up their training, Kanan's like, let's, uh, let's finish up your training by, uh, by levitating something, is what he says. Mm-hmm. And, like, just, like, in the lightest voice, Ezra's like, can I lift up Chopper? Yeah. <laughs> and he's in Kanan. Or can I throw him if I lift him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah. he doesn't say that. Yeah. He, oh, okay. He, uh, maybe he does. I don't remember exactly how it went. But yeah, he essentially said, can I lift him? And then uh, he says something to the effect of like, if I pick him up, can I drop him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kanan's kind of like, sure. <laughs> so at this point, I don't know if Kanan really 
knew this was gonna happen but Mm -hmm. as he's like trying to lift up chopper it's so funny you know he's trying with all of his might like (laughs) i just can't do it and rex chimes in because rex is in this um season so far and all Mm -hmm. and he's like Look with your eyes, Ezra. He's got his feet locked. <laughs> like Chopper's over there like... <laughs> <laughs> Little Dave Filoni being a troll over there. Right? So <laughs> funny. Um, and Rex actually comes up and says one of the coolest things. And uh, as soon as I heard it, I honestly, I had to like rewind it and like take notes on it. Because mm-hmm. it just like, it was it was a cool flashback. Really quick. Very small one that just... If you don't catch it, you wouldn't realize mm-hmm. it. And he um he said this: the Jedi general I served combined the Force with his wits, and it made him a great warrior. Mm. Anakin. Anakin. <laughs> exactly. He was definitely having like a little flashback to Anakin. Well, and if you kind of think about it, so in the context of this episode, it was almost as if Rex was kind of telling a ghost story a little bit, because at this point uh, in season one, Vader has been introduced into Rebels. Kristen's about to lose her mind. <laughs> uh, but he's been introduced into Rebels at this point. And uh, as we know, going through season two, he definitely causes some trouble for him. You just blew my mind. <laughs> like, I didn't even think about the fact that that was kind of like ghosty. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it's, it's the Anakin that was. And he's no longer that. And nobody knows what's happened to Anakin until Ahsoka realizes what it is at the end of... Season two. Right. Um, and that's like the big reveal that all of a sudden she realizes that this thing that's been hunting Jedi is Anakin. Right. Because I wonder if she knew the, the lie, too, that um, Luke knew that Anakin, or not Anakin, I'm sorry. That, or um, the Vader, Vader killed, killed Anakin. Anakin. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if that's the lie she was told, too. She probably just assumed it, to be honest. Um, because I don't know if Obi-Wan truly know, knew at that point. All he knew is that, well, he might have. Because no, he, he, he knew that he had became Vader. Yeah, because he knew the name Vader because of the uh, hologram um, that Yoda showed him after he killed younglings. Right. Because he says, Rise Lord Vader in the in the security hologram. So he knew the name Vader, so he had to have known that Anakin's been Vader this whole time. Um, but it's just a matter of who Ahsoka's crossed to, to find out if that's possible. So, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but that's not our episode. <laughs> right, no, you're right. <laughs> that's just one ghost to- story and very many ghost stories in Star Wars. You mean a rabbit hole? Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, really cool scene, though. And so <laughs> then Kanan and Rex actually, I don't remember how it gets started, but uh, I don't know. They Rex says something along the lines of like, Self, no, not self control. What does uh, he say? The discipline. He's discipline. like, I see where the boy's discipline comes uh, from. Yes. Takes a shot at Kanan, and Kanan's like, What's that supposed to mean? Right. And he's like, Well, it takes more discipline to not kill somebody. He's like, What are you going to do? Ask the Empire to set their weapons down? <laughs> like, it's funny banter <laughs> back and forth. And as this is going on, um, Ezra just like slips away. He does. Because <laughs> right before that, Hera actually sent Sabine and Zeb and Chopper on a mission to a medical station. Um, they needed some medical supplies. Mm-hmm. And Ezra's as he's trying to get away from the like the not bickering, really, yeah. Yeah, let's say not really <laughs> argument, but the, yeah, the bickering is a really good way to put it. But who's the better soldier is basically what it comes <laughs> down much. to. Like, who's more well trained, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um 
as they're bickering back and forth, he sneaks up a ladder, and they're like, you're not on this mission. He's like, well, I am now. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with that. So he tags well, along. Well, and I love, uh, before you move on, I do love the, the part, because it, it calls back to like that scary movie, too, where they're like, oh, I'd rather be anywhere else than here, and things like oh. that. Like he, he actually <laughs> tells him, I'd rather deal with the dangers out there than be in there with those two. I know, I think Sabine even says, we'll yeah. see about that or something exactly. like that. Like, almost like she was foretelling something that she didn't even know. <laughs> well, so and that's, it was like, and, good job, Sabine. I mean, this literally like plays out like a horror movie, f- uh, other than the fact that there's not a bloody gory ending. <laughs> so, um, but I mean... It, it, there's not? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I mean, you, you have that foretelling of the ha 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 passing joke about we're probably all gonna die and <laughs> stuff like that and oh we feel safe right now and all this other kind of stuff and like it's i, I love it I, I absolutely love it so we actually um we're talking about this not too long ago so they go to some old republic medical station mm-hmm. and they say it was abandoned after the clone wars mm-hmm. which is cool i'm not gonna lie i probably have seen this episode with you i wonder times. if it was the brain invaders well medical i wonder that too but also never realized, like, they said the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. Like, some reason I didn't think the Clone Wars is, like, the name of what that was. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, it just, like, didn't hit me. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense. Yeah. It makes And I and I probably did, honestly, watching well, the Well, Obi-Wan Wars, says that still. in uh, in A New Hope, too, um, that he, he oh, fought yeah. alongside him in the Clone Wars. Yeah. It, you know what? It just... It almost seems like it's more of like a saying and not like what it represents. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like you're just saying something in passing. Like, yeah. The nickname of what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the nickname of it. Like, I know. Yeah. It was called the Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't don't know. It's, I always expect it to be called something different. And I think that's just kind of like the, Mm -hmm. the little hee hee name. (laughs) But, yeah. But yeah, I do wonder because, you know, we just watched Brain Invaders and they were going to a medical station. I wonder if that's the same one. Wouldn't that be crazy? That'd be like returning to the haunted house. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. But we did not get any um, mm-hmm. confirmation on that. No. No, we, we looked and looked and tried to see if we could find anything. And uh, there's nothing that says that it is. But we're just going to say that it is. We're just going to pretend. So as they're approaching the medical station, they actually um, try Rex's code. Mm-hmm. From back when he was a clone, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure if technically he still isn't a clone. He's always going to be a clone. Oh yeah, he's always a clone, but clone soldier. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's soldier, the better yeah. better wording there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, his glory days. Yes, <laughs> and it's kind of funny to me because uh, Sabine makes a comment saying like, "Wow, Rex's code worked," mm-hmm. and it kind of just made me think for a second. I just kind of stopped, and I was like, "Well, of course it did. Like, why wouldn't it? Like, who would he think to change? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if that was abandoned after the Clone Wars, who would go through and change?" Who's going to go change the locks? Right, exactly. Like, no one's concerned about it. Yeah. So I just thought it was kind of funny that she was like, oh, wow. And I guess it can just kind of show you how much time has passed to think mm-hmm. something like that. Well, and I'm probably going to be a broken record in this, but another horror movie theme. It's like, oh, man, I can't believe the door opened. Or, oh, man, the lock still works. <laughs> and stuff like that. So I just left the door open. <laughs> right? Oh, man, it's already open. Let's go in. <laughs> Stop it. I'm just saying, it's literally throughout this entire episode. And then on top of that, so better question, the next thing she asks Chopper to do once they've landed is to cut the power on. If the power wasn't on, how did the door open? Maybe the code (laughs) does like a quick override of power or something? Ghosts. It was haunted. I'm just kidding. I don't know. (laughs) But how would the code do it if the power was shut off? There was nothing to receive the code. 
silence. <laughs> I don't know, Danny. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't write this. Because it's a haunted medical station. That's why. <laughs> the code didn't actually work. A ghost opened the door. Exactly, exactly. It just happened to be good timing. Exactly. <laughs> I see. Barris was at the door with a brain worm in her mouth going, Ooh. Okay. Yeah, not even. So. Good try, though. Good try. So once the door opens up, they get in, land. As they're coming out of the ship, uh, Chopper, I, I wish, I wish it had subtitles for what Chopper said. <laughs> I do, because. I don't I, think that they could on a kid's show. Well, I mean, <laughs> some of them. They could easily put little, like, asterisks or something. Like, I just mean, I, I don't know. Like, it's not canon, but I feel like Chopper's kind of foul-mouthed. <laughs> he probably is in some parts, but I don't feel like he is all the time. Yeah. But. We learned something interesting, which we, we may have known this in earlier episodes, but maybe I just didn't really pay much attention. Um, but Ezra can actually understand Chopper. Mm-hmm. And Zeb is actually, see, this one makes me think it's not super news because Zeb actually calls him out. He's like, wait, you understand that thing? Mm-hmm. And Ezra, like, replies, like, well, yeah, kind of. I'm still learning, though. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of Force Awakens. You can understand that thing? Yeah, that thing can understand you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is kind of interesting because we don't. I don't feel like we know a whole bunch about Ezra's background as to why he can understand droids or. Not really it's at not this like point. A I mean, he. Thing, is it? I mean, they kind of joke that he's like Space Aladdin, like he's the street rat from Lothal. So. I mean, I totally get that. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> um. So I mean, there's nothing really that hints before that that he knows how to speak chopper ease. I guess droid. I don't know. Um. But like he mentions, he does say that he's he's learning. So as they get to like the control center of it, everything on on board so far looks really dusty, mm-hmm. gross, spooky, creepy. You know, and, cobwebs, um, creaky boards, right? Like pieces <laughs> just everywhere. Doors that open and close by themselves. Who knows? All of it. <laughs> A moaning ghost in the hallway. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> So, as they approach that command center, though, um, Sabine, it's like, Chopper, turn the power on. Uh, go ahead and look for that supplies as to where it might be. Mm-hmm. And I think Chopper turns turns it on, and then I think the files are corrupted. I, I think so. And then, uh, but when he turns it on, Sabine's like, I didn't mean the whole station. Um, she, he tur- he, she's like, I just meant this command center right here and everything. And he turns the whole thing on. Uh, but yeah, they were not able to immediately find it because the the files weren't reachable or corrupted or something corrupted. like that. Um, corrupted. But in turning on the station, it alerts uh, some unfriendlies. It does. It does. So so our imperial friends all of a sudden um, learn of their existence because there's been a power surge in a certain quadrant. Yes, um, but. They don't think it's anything at first. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's probably just pirates. Yeah. And uh, this is... Even one of them makes some mention because the fifth brother's on board. Yes. And uh, even one of the Imperials mentioned, he's like, these my- these mystics are unnecessary and oh, everything. yeah. Which, which cracks me up that it's like, even though you know these Imperials have seen this stuff happen, like the force in motion around these Sith or Inquisitors rather, at some point... But for some reason, they're they're mystics. They're it's not it's a dead religion, as what uh, one of them says to Vader in A New Hope and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so it's just kind of like, hmm. <laughs> um, but I think it's really cool because like uh, 
so you've got the fifth brother on board, and they're like, oh, it's probably nothing, probably just pirates. And he's like, no, that's where they are. I sense them. I sense them. And it was just like, oh, God, it's like sh- like a shark with blood in the water or something. Pretty much. But he kind of looks like a shark. Um, but <laughs> I mean, in a way, yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, but all of a sudden, he's getting all kind of and creepy and I everything. Mean, he's kind of a little worked yeah. up, like, I sense them. Yeah. And, and then, I will go. <laughs> I will retrieve their bodies. <laughs> like, I am hungry. Um, <laughs> but but Callus offers to go with them. Yes. And uh, he's like, I won't require your assistance. And then yes. just bolts out. Well, I take that. They don't. So one thing in this episode, <laughs> the Inquisitors don't bolt anywhere. No. They walk very casually. Not, like, no. They really don't have a place no. to be. They don't even walk casually. They, they stalk. They stalk. They, yeah. stalk. <laughs> they stalk. They don't even walk really truly. They stalk around. Yes. It's um, like Jason, Michael Myers, all of those kind of like ones that just... Uh, they just like follow you yes. behind very creepishly but they never yeah. run after you yeah. it's one of those things that's like you know what I know you're gonna trip over something I'll just wait right. <laughs> you're bound to mess up I love to see those deleted scenes from like Michael Myers and stuff where like he's so far in the distance and he's like <laughs> running quickly <laughs> to you and as you turn to see him he's just like yeah, he just like stops. And he's just walking really slow again, and then as soon as you turn away, he's like, <laughs> and like running after you again, and then you turn dead around. sprint. Yeah, it's like you know how like you, you turn back and you see something, and then you turn back and it's like getting closer. It's kind of like that. that. He just looks like he's walking towards you every time, like he's like, <laughs> but you never actually see him run. Well, so. it's because you're never supposed to let him see you sweat. Well, he's wearing a mask, so I'm pretty sure he never sweats, but it's fine. Um, but one of the cool things about that scene too is, um, I think it's the officer in mm-hmm. the room or a commander. I don't know what he is. I think they say it, but I don't remember his title. Uh, we learned that Vader actually sent Fifth Brother, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy because that means that Vader knows the Inquisitors. Yeah, he's in charge of them. Yeah. Ah, so that's cool. Yeah, uh, you learn that in the uh, the Vader comic, the line that's actually like almost twenty five issues in. Um, he's in charge of them. Palpatine's been gathering them for a long time, which, by the way, did you know? Ha <laughs> ha. Did you know that the Inquisitors are actually ex-Jedi? Yes, I did It survived actually. Order 66. Well, I didn't know that until you told me earlier. Today. <laughs> but you now I know. <laughs> the more you know. Hey, there you go. Yeah, but the, all of them, because uh, there's something that happens later that we'll get to that's really peculiar the way that it's worded. But um, with uh, another Inquisitor that shows up in this episode. Um, but yeah, all of the Inquisitors, that they survived Order 66 because they were basically like, they're men and women on the inside. They were already working for Darth Sidious before the fall of the uh, Republic. So it was a whole big conspiracy thing, and that's how they survived. And so they helped with the Jedi Purge. I mean, that makes sense. Essentially, they were like little Anakins. They just didn't become something as powerful. Yeah. Which, and that's the thing, is in the movies, they put so much on Anakin, it's just like, oh my gosh, how did Anakin do all of that? Ha he didn't. <laughs> he had a team of murderers with him. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Dispersed all over the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Disguised as none other than Jedi. Yeah, right? Ooh, so damn. yeah, a whole lot of messed up stuff right yeah, there. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but, you know... I got something now that makes sense. <laughs> um, say, I wonder why Vader keeps sending the Inquisitors in. Hmm, I wonder hmm. what they're after. We'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so one of the creepy things that happens uh, kind of as everything's going on is we keep seeing like things stalk around the corners. Oh, my gosh. Um, and they look like droids. Yeah. They're yeah. like little tiny pro droids. They're, um, so, so Battlefront 2, um, you've got Iden's droid, which is ID-10. Yeah. These are ID-9 droids. <laughs> so like an older model, um, but that's of the same design and everything. And what's creepy about, like, what I hate about them is that, for one, they almost kind of seem to have their own twisted kind of enjoyment out of torturing people yes. <laughs> and tearing apart Chopper. Because poor Chopper, he goes he goes looking for it, and he keeps seeing this thing. And he So, so this is one thing that I, I brought up to you while we were watching it. So, Chopper's a machine. Yes, he has some personality. But Chopper is a machine that uses sensors. If Chopper is shaking and terrified to go through this medical station, somebody needs to be thinking twice <laughs> and asking some questions. Because <laughs> that means Chopper's seeing stuff. Chopper's picking up things on the scanners. <laughs> I mean, you're right. But I don't understand why Chopper decided to be like this brave little droid and, and uh, I almost want to say brave little toaster. <laughs> It's a matter of perspective. It, it almost rolled off the tongue just because of how it happens. But yeah. I mean, I don't understand why he wanted to be a brave droid and run out there and try to like find whatever's stalking around the ship. Like, dude, mm-hmm. you're just a droid. Like, what if you'd ran into something really big, right? And scary. Like, what would you have done, right? Like, you let a brave droid take you out. <laughs> it didn't destroy him. It did get on his sides a little bit and kind of disable him. But well, in the creepiest part of it is though, is that it's not necessarily just that it was a uh, probe droid. Like he he sees it stalking and everything, kind of floating around, and it's like the thing that you see out of your corner of your eye. But like Chopper goes down a hallway and says something, and then it repeats it back to him, and it's just like, wait, I'm sorry, but if I go somewhere and I know that I'm supposed to be alone. <laughs> or my two best friends are the only, or three best friends are the only ones that are with me and something says something back to me the same way I said it? Mm-mm. Nope, nope, I'm going. That's that haunted house right there. <laughs> did you notice that it did that? Uh-uh. <laughs> I didn't. Now I want to go back and like watch it, this. Doesn't it make it even more messed up? It does. This whole episode's yeah. just getting creepier and creepier. Right? <laughs> Ooh, anyway, poor Chopper though gets taken out by... Yeah. A probe droid, essentially. And then the probe droid uses himself to fake a signal of, you need help? (laughs) That's what it did? Yes. That's why Ezra was like, wait, what was that, Chop? You need help? It did that. It made Chopper call for help. Oh, Chopper, like, yelled out at the last minute. I didn't realize That's what the thing was doing when it was sitting there messing with his chest. Oh. It made him call for help. My gosh. (laughs) I totally didn't even catch that. How am I so stupid? (laughs) I thought it was one of those, like, last minute, like, help kind Mm -mm. of situations. Like, oh, my gosh. No, because if you if you watch when the pro droid once it's knocked him over, shocked him, and everything, it gets on top of his chest, yeah, and then you see his radar thing go out, yeah, I and then right that. after that, that's when he starts sending the signal. But it's because the probe droid made him do that. It was a trap. It was a trap the whole time. It was a very scary, horrifying trap. It's a trap. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, I, it's even creepier that now. That laugh was creepy, Mister. <laughs> You're just like rude. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So those ID nines are no joke. Yeah. Well, great. So they 
Oh, you already gave us the dialect there. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Chop. I thought it was Chop. The, I, the droid needs help, apparently. <laughs> so they're like, oh, wait, Chopper needs help. Let's go help him. So they all turn around, and then Ezra's like, "No, no, we need a quick away." So he looks. I just want to know how he thought there was a how he knew there was a vent up there because he literally looks up. Like it's Ezra's like got a fascination with vents. It, uh, yeah, it, it happens throughout the entire Rebels series that if he has the option to travel by vent, he does. He will travel by vent. He will take that option. Like even in the in the series finale, he travels by by vent. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just kind of like his thing. <laughs> it's just weird. I just want to know how he knew there was a vent there, too, because he, like, doesn't even, like, look around or anything. He literally's like, let's take another way, and looks up, and there's a vent right above his head. <laughs> and it's just like, what? <laughs> so they all jump through the vent, and then poor Zeb gets stuck. Because <laughs> he's, he's a little bit bigger. Um, and as, so he, Zeb's stuck at this moment, mm-hmm. and Sabine and Ezra run towards uh, Chopper trying to find him. Mm-hmm. And as they're, like, running down the hallway, I think think they see a probe droid first yeah it's kind of floating and, like, and, and then i think sabine or i think i can't remember who says it one of them was like is that a probe droid yeah and i think well i think ezra may ask what's that i think sabine mm-hmm. tells him it's a probe droid and in the background which they may i guess they can't see it or they're just so focused in on the droid at this point mm-hmm. the seventh sister the seventh sister is standing like in the background <laughs> behind the droid like looking all like horror movie-ish mm, like somebody yeah. standing in the dark like doorway mm-hmm. like in your bedroom kind of way <laughs> yeah thanks now i'm gonna have to check behind the doors and all that no, just, i appreciate just, that just close them. it's fine <laughs> yo i actually had a i had a fear like that like not too too long ago like where like when i used to go like before i met you danny and all i had to actually sleep with my door closed because I would have, like, I used to watch so many horror movies, y'all. This is why. <laughs> but I would be scared that I would, like, wake up and see someone standing in the hallway. Oh, my gosh. So I used to, I no. used to have to close my door because I would, I would, I literally feared that I would wake up and see someone standing in the hallway. So was it not, would it not be worse to open your door and then find somebody? No. Because why would that not be worse? I'm not like waking up in the middle of the night, not waking up like no. ten in the morning. No. Not like waking up like you know how like sometimes you just randomly wake up in the middle of the night. And what if they're a really up. patient ghost or a really patient monster? Now you're just being ridiculous. <laughs> but you know sometimes you just wake up at like two in the morning, and you just kind of sit up and look around or something like that because some you know just yeah. wake you up or you just roll over. And that was always my fear that I was gonna wake up at like two or three in the morning and roll over and like have my eyes open as I roll and just see something in my doorway and be like ooh. Game over. Legit. Guess this is what we're doing now. Legit, y'all. This has been like several years ago. Last night. I'm just kidding. So don't judge me. But so Seven Sister is most definitely standing in the background, though, being a little creeper like she always is. Very. And. And then I don't remember exactly what she says to him. but uh, Oh, yeah. So. So in all this, um, basically what ends up happening is uh, they're uh, running uh, from Seventh Sister because um, I think uh, something happens and she and Ezra says something about like questions, are you a bounty hunter or something like that? And she's like, she's like, no, worse. And then all of a sudden she or, or not quite is what she says. And then she lights her lightsaber. And at that point, both of them know immediately, oh, crap. Right, <laughs> like it. Wait a it's minute. just hit the fan. <laughs> it's done, and so right. Sabine's like, "Run!" And so she takes off running. He's running too. And guess what? Seven sisters not doing. <laughs> oh my gosh! She's, she's literally like I don't. I don't understand this because literally Ezra and Sabine are both 
running. Like hauling Running, it. Yeah. hauling booty <laughs> out of there. And Seventh Sister is just like stalking behind them, but she's literally... Like, Playing with her lightsaber, too. Yeah. Just, like, like waving just, it around. Well, I think she's, you know, <laughs> deflecting the blast and stuff coming at her. But, like, she's literally right on their tail. Mm-hmm. Like, right on their tail. Yeah. And somehow she is not even, like, I don't, I, I can't even describe to you, like, the kind of, like, walk she was using because it wasn't even, like, it was just stalker-like. Yeah. She wasn't going very fast. She, she was in was no hurry. She was lightsaber, so she was taking, like, tiny little baby steps, but somehow mm-hmm. she was, like... Right on their tails, mm-hmm. which is creepy. Yes, um, but yeah. So Sabine ends up getting away um, after she's attacked by the ID nines and everything, the probe droids. Um, she ends up getting away. However, Ezra is not so lucky. No, he gets like yeah. force pulled on his face. Yes, which is even worse. No, like we just saw bit. that in the movie. Yes, and dragged and <laughs> yeah. Sabine was gonna be help, uh, nice and help him. And, yeah, and Ezra was like, no, Ryan sticks his lightsaber in like the door control. The door control, thing, yeah. Uh, so that way she can get away. And lo and behold, here comes another Inquisitor, fifth brother, who Yay. like. Tries to ignite his lightsaber on Ezra. Mm-hmm. And Seventh Sister's like, uh, no. And he's like, this is my kill. Yeah. <laughs> which which is funny because, so, you remember who Vader sent. He sent Fifth Brother. He didn't send the sister. Right. Well, sister, uh, in, when she first saw um, Sabine and Ezra, she said something, my droid let me, let, told me you were here. Mm-hmm. So, I wonder if she was there the whole time or what? Well, so so with the Inqui- so a little bit into the Inquisitors, um, and I actually have uh, the Rebels Rebels podcast to thank for this. So they did a deep dive in it when they talked about this episode for their Rebel season two. Um, they're talking about the Inquisitors, and so the way that the Inquisitors work, why why they're like fifth brother, seventh sister, eighth brother, all this other kind of stuff, and then the Grand Inquisitor is there's because an eighth it's one. Yeah, there's an eighth brother that shows up in uh, at the end of season two. Is there a six something? Because I feel like there's got to be a six somewhere. Oh, I don't doubt it. Well, I mean, there's a seventh and a fifth <laughs> yeah. and a seventh, so. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. So so the whole number system is like a ranking kind of for them. So they're all trying to be Grand Inquisitor. By this time, Grand Inquisitor has died. Um, mm-hmm. So they're trying to fill that void of Grand Inquisitor. So they're all trying to impress Mr. Bader <laughs> in order to get a job promotion, basically. Pretty much. So how they impress them, you may ask? Killing Jedi. So every time they kill Jedi and do what they need to do, they have a chance for a promotion to become a different numbering. Okay. So, so fifth brother has killed so, more Jedi than mm-hmm. seventh sister has. Right. So essentially what's happening is that uh, seventh sister is trying to steal fifth brother's kill so that she can get the glory and the ranking for it. So she can move ahead. Well, she is. And she's also got another plan, too, mm-hmm. that we learn about in a little bit, too. Oh, definitely. Her, yeah. her end game is not just to kill Ezra. Oh, not at all. So. Well, and so in talking about that, so she so she gets Ezra and we, it flashes to a scene where um, she's like interrogating him. Kind of looks like Kylo where she's like causing him pain and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah. And she's like talking all sweet to him. Why do you make me cause you pain? And all right. that kind of stuff after she like gets down from on top of whatever she's on, like <laughs> like a freaking ugh, I don't even know what, <laughs> but it was freak, it was creepy. Um, but like she's sitting here talking all soft and sweet, and why do you want me to cause you pain? Why don't you just tell me what I want to know? And he's like, no, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> like keeps telling her that. Like he's like straight up like 
straight up just rude to her, and I love it because he's just like, no, I don't feel like talking to you. No, I'm good. I'm not going to talk to you and everything. But um, she goes through and uh, she's like, just tell me what I need to know. And he's like, no. She goes, well, we already know about Ahsoka Tano. And he goes, who? Who's Ahsoka Tano? Kind of playing dumb. Because at this point, he has heard of her. Um, I believe he's met her. I think it's at the end of season one where they meet Ahsoka when they find out that she's Fulcrum. Possibly. I, I I'm not 100% sure on that, I'm but I think either. it is. It's either that or the beginning of season two-ish around there. So they know of Ahsoka. Um, because we find that out later in the episode for sure. But right. um, he kind of plays off the who, who's Ahsoka and everything. And then Seven Sister makes like the weirdest comment. She goes, as pretty as you are. And Ezra goes, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is talking about basically like, I don't have a problem killing you, but we want... Can't, basically, they want Kanan. They want the other Jedi. Right. They They're want, using yeah, him as bait. They want Kanan yeah. and Ahsoka, which means if she were to kept Ezra and was able to lure them mm-hmm. there without Fifth Brother being in the way, then she would have had three Jedi Three kids. right off. And yeah. she would have gotten that promotion she was going for. Yeah, she would have had three <laughs> at one time. I mean, she definitely should have made Grand Inquisitor then. Right, right. <laughs> um, but she also makes a, a pass at uh, Kanan, like, kind of like a jab at Kanan, too. You have great potential. But perhaps it is I that might teach you, as your master never achieved the rank of Jedi Knight. Did he? Maybe not. But he took out the last Inquisitor. So I think I'll just stick with him. Yes. The death of the Grand Inquisitor was a surprise to all. Yet, it does present the rest of us with new opportunities. There are many hunting you now, all intent on killing you and your master. Does that frighten you? If you were going to kill me, you'd have already done it. Kill you? I have no plans to kill you. Yet. It's interesting because it goes back to the thing about the Inquisitors being ex-Jedi because they're not Sith. Because there can only be two. Always mm. two there are. Hmm. Well, they're Inquisitors. Which, the name doesn't quite make sense because it's talking about Inquisitors. But <laughs> the Sith thing is that always two there are Master and Apprentice. Mm-hmm. So they're not Sith. They're just Inquisitors. They're ex-Jedi. They, yeah. They're Force wielders, basically. Um, but... That they all goes full circle to that because, like she said, Kanan hadn't finished that trial, did not become a Jedi Knight. However, she did. Yes. So her training's technically complete, even though she's a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, Danny. So, yeah. Very nice. So one of the funny things that happens though during one of the scenes when um it's fifth no not fifth seventh sister and um Ezra, she asks something along the lines of like. Kind of why is he so quiet? And he's mm-hmm. like, was well, I know how to shut my mouth? He's like, you're like a broken protocol, George. Yeah. <laughs> you know shut up or something like that. And it's so funny because she's, she's like, shh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, wait, what? Like, you not just want him to talk? And it's just funny how he like has all this little sass. And it's right? just like, oh my gosh. I just, I don't know. I need to really watch <laughs> Rebels again because it wasn't something I was really into back mm-hmm. when it was on other than like the last few seasons with you. But I don't really feel like I paid much attention because I wanted to. I watched it because I wanted to watch it with you. No, I know. <laughs> I'm such a sweet wife, and um, so I didn't really watch it for myself. Uh, so I'd really love to go back and watch it, but I just don't remember Ezra being so like, oh yeah, witty. I guess. Well, and if you think about it, I mean, like like I mentioned earlier, I mean, he's space Aladdin. He had to live on the streets, so 
I mean, the street rat in him kind of came out a little he bit. Does. He knows how to deal with those rougher characters. He does. knows how to talk his way out of things, too. Yep. I think he's uh, kind of like a Han Solo. <laughs> Dare I say it? <laughs> he, he's got the skill set. He definitely does. Yeah. traits, at um, least. Because, I mean, he didn't have a, an easy raising after he lost his parents and everything. So he kind of had to find his way around. And he would come across a lot of those rough characters. And so I, I like that even though literally he's facing certain death, like... He's gonna die, but he's sitting here sassing off the seventh sister like you're a broken protocol droid. Shut your mouth. Right. <laughs> very very funny. Um, but as she's she's got Ezra tied up in that room. I guess he's tied. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I guess yeah. he's he's bound somehow. Yeah. Um. She sends fifth brother to go look for the others. Mm-hmm. Well, he actually says the girl. She's mm-hmm. not even just well because I guess she doesn't even realize Zeb's there. No, all she yeah. saw was Sabine and uh, Ezra. That's so the only have, two that she ran into, yeah. So they have, well, she has no idea that Zeb's there. Mm-hmm. He finds, he sees them. Yeah, fifth um, brother sees them. Right, so Sabine, as always, likes explosives, so tries to set up some explosive trap, because um, I think she, at this point she realizes that the other Inquisitor is coming after her. Oh my so gosh, yes. So they're like hiding behind some boxes, and ugh. Fifth brother's like stalking through mm-hmm. this creepy walk-in self, and uh, I guess he hears the explosions, or maybe he senses it because mm-hmm. he technically should be force sensitive. Yep. Yeah, I guess so. He senses them, and he literally like lifts them up off the crates that they're like all stuck to. Mm-hmm. And as Sabine and Zeb are running like for their lives, yeah, <laughs> he like pushes those explosions forward. The explosions go off, obviously sending Sabine and Zeb like. Flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's when Fifth Brother walks in, grabs up Sabine, because she falls unconscious, her helmet falls off, mm-hmm. takes her to, well, starts taking her to where um, Ezra is, and he knew Zeb was there at this point, so he tells his droids, you can do what you want. Oh, with yeah. Zeb. And I was just kind of like thinking, like, what in the world could a, a droid possibly do to Zeb? They're droids. Like, they're, they're messed up droids. <laughs> yeah. But um, we see them zap Sabine as they're mm-hmm. trying to get away. So, I mean, I feel like they have some type of serial killer, like, <laughs> psycho instinct or something like that. Like, and they almost seemed happy, too, because they made some kind of noise when, the, when he was like, do with them as you will. And then all of a sudden they were like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, most definitely. That that totally happened. Uh, <laughs> so, Zeb's able to actually fight off the droids with a little bit of trouble <laughs> once he gets, gets zapped. Mm-hmm. And um, I think one actually one actually gets on his head. Yes. And it like attaches itself <laughs> to his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> he's got one on his wrist and one on his forehead. Yeah. yeah. So, he, I think he smacks the one on his wrist off like mm-hmm. it's on a box or something. And then he decides to... Use his head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pun intended, and smashes his head plus this droid, which is not attached to his head, right. onto a crate. And you gotta believe that that droid was like, he'd never do that. <laughs> I mean... I am safe up here. Right, you'd think. It just, I guess it just didn't realize what was coming towards it, so... Yeah. <laughs> he smacks his head on this crate uh, to get rid of this droid off his head, which works, and then turns and realizes that the same crate he just smashed his head on was the crate they were looking for the whole time. <laughs> which is so funny because he even um, 
he even like made a comment earlier in the episode that Ezra was going to run right past it, mm-hmm. and it actually panned and showed that as both they of them, both of them walked right, right. past it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was really funny that it was in that room the entire time. Mm-hmm. So then we pop back into the room with uh, fifth brother, seventh sister, Ezra, Sabine, um, and they're essentially telling them to like call for their fleet, essentially call for backup, call for help, whatever mm-hmm. it is, just get yeah. them here, you know, and um, and then. Zeb's like, oh, we got to figure out how to help them. Like, we can't call for anyone, anyone, anyone's help, mm-hmm. um, because then it compromises the whole fleet. Essentially, like, right. we could give away that location. So he's like, it has to be just me and you, Chop. Like, we have to help him because <laughs> Chop's back at this yeah. point. So sorry, missed that part. <laughs> um, he's like, no man left behind. <laughs> yeah. So him and Chopper together at this point, trying to think of a plan. And this part was so funny to me. So <laughs> as they're sitting in that room, um, Sabine and Ezra and them. Uh, his little like calm on his arm mm-hmm. goes off, and he was like, "Um, this is Commander uh, Melu Run. Uh, I'm guessing you, you know, you didn't check in. I'm guessing your ship's having trouble again. Yeah. Uh, would you like me to send some help?" Mm-hmm. And Sabine answers with the way like. You know, you would normally answer, which maybe it's part of the plan. I don't really know, honestly. She's like, <laughs> "No, that's okay. We got under control." Mm-hmm. And at that point, his brother was like. Put his lightsaber up to Sabine. I was about to say, yeah, he snatches her up real quick and yeah, puts, like puts his lightsaber to her throat. <laughs> Wrong answer, dude. Like, <laughs> so then Ezra comes over and is like, yeah, 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 uh, we changed our mind. We do need help. Um, make sure you bring Kanan and Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Zeb, as as pretending to be Commander Melu Run, yeah. comes over and drops a really cool hint. He's, I don't know exactly what he says, but he essentially oh, is d- like, yeah. all right, we're sending back up. Um, we'll take care, we'll take care of everything. No worries. Keep your chin up. Everything yep. will be okay or something like yep. that. <laughs> so obviously, you know, at this point, fifth brother, seventh sister are fooled. Mm-hmm. He's like, meet me in Bay 6. So they come strolling to Bay 6, waiting for something to happen. And I think Ezra's the first one that looks up. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, chin, chin up, chin, chin up. up. Yeah. yeah, he's trying to figure out what's going on, and then he looks up, and then Zeb's being a total goof in the cockpit, like, hey, guys, yeah, what's he's up? Just shit. waving like a madman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was like, cool, right? Cool. Right. <laughs> yes, it was very funny. He gets Sabine's attention. She looks up, and lo and behold, so does a freaking probe droid. Of course they do. Yeah, he realizes what <laughs> they're doing. psychopaths. It's like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> So everyone looks up at this point, and Zeb's like, oh, gosh, he takes off to, mm-hmm. and starts, I think he blasts at him a couple times. Yeah, it's, it's a cool maneuver, too, because, like, when he was sitting up like that, I was like, okay, well, what in the world is he going to do from there? Right. And then he literally drops from the ceiling, cuts the thrusters on, and, like, does, like, this kind of, like, strafe over in front of them to put himself between the Inquisitors and Ezra and Sabine. So that way there's kind of a buffer in between them, and he's just blasting and blasting. And they're finally able to get in. And so it seems that our heroes are about to escape. Yes, it looks that way until... Until. Until, as they're taking (laughs) off, obviously we have some ex-Jedi who know how to use the Force (laughs) and Force pull the ship. Yep. And as they're doing that, Seventh Sister starts closing the door. Yes. Which is creepy because it's like, oh my gosh, like... You can multitask. The power. <laughs> I know, right? The power in that, though. Yeah. Right. Like, you just have to imagine, like, the concentration of that, which is, ooh, I just thought it's pretty powerful. <laughs> I don't know. It's scary powerful. Yeah. It is. And so, I think 
Sabine gets a good idea to start firing at him, which mm-hmm. causes Fifth Brother to like lose his focus. Right, and, and then he wasn't away. able to. He had to start deflecting instead of holding. Right. Yeah. And so it left only Seventh Sister holding and dooring, and so holding and dooring. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new thing. It's a dooring. <laughs> left her holding the ship and closing the door. I don't know why you always make me I liked mind. Doring better. Yeah, I did too. Right <laughs> of me, so I had to feel like I had to correct it there a little bit. No. Little Everyone knew what I meant, okay? Yeah. Following along fine, Danny. <laughs> hmm. um, but yeah, so with Fifth Brother no longer helping her, she's no longer able to hold it together. Mm-hmm. And so she like starts yelling at him. He's like, look, man, they're about to get in the way if you don't help me. And he can't. Otherwise, they're going to get shot. And mm-hmm. so all of a sudden... Uh, Zeb kicks it into overdrive, flies out in the nick of time, the door's shut, and the Inquisitors are left with nothing. With nothing. <laughs> so, so in this instance, it was kind of a, a slightly happier ending than a haunt, haunted house. Um, um, yeah. But we did get the uh, kind of... The taste of the sequel. <laughs> that normally, this is true. Yeah. Um, when they get back to the ship, uh, because... Uh, they're uh, talking with Kanan, Hera, and Rex. And they're like, yeah, we ran into a couple Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. And Kanan looks horrified. He does. And the part that kind of gets me here is like, uh, Ezra kind of looks at Kanan and like, why didn't you tell us? Mm-hmm. Almost like he would think Kanan would keep this like deep, dark secret away from him. Like right. it was supposed to help him in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. And Kanan's just sitting there looking all like baffled still, like he's just like Well it's his worst fear worst fear realized that they're they're on to him now. They're right. they're coming for him. Right. I think it just kinda all, you know, fell in his head as though what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know I, I just didn't like how Ezra was so quick to attack him though, is the thing. Yeah. It's like, why didn't you tell us? Well, and I think at this point with Ezra and Kanan's relationship, like they have some moments that start to help solidify the relationship, but he's still kind of, they still have that back and forth where, yeah. I mean, just like you saw at the beginning of the episode, he's like, I'd rather be with you guys than <laughs> here listening to them bicker and stuff like that. So he doesn't necessarily 110% respect him as his master yet. It gets there. but It yeah. does. Um, so as they leave the room, Ezra reveals to Kanan that they know about Ahsoka, which is <gasps> crazy, yep. which, oh, we knew they knew. But yeah. <laughs> um, the thing that got me, and I didn't really think about this till a little bit ago, and here's my, I'll tell you later thing that I said earlier. <laughs> um, like, literally, it's so funny how we can watch this episode, you know, we can kind of think or, think out of our thoughts about it and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just don't realize things until you're actually sitting down and you're, like, talking about them, y'all. Yeah. So, when we were talking about Fifth Brother earlier, and I was telling you, I was like, oh, yeah, Vader sent Fifth Brother. Like, And I was like, mm-hmm. why does Vader keep sending Fifth Brother after them? Mm-hmm. It's because they know Ahsoka, and they know where Ahsoka is, and Vader is looking for Ahsoka. Yep, specifically. Didn't put that together until like <laughs> 10 minutes ago, y'all. Yep. For realsies. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, yeah, so he lets Kanan know that Ahsoka's um, the one they're kind of after. Uh, he tells he tells him like uh, he looks at him like I'll tell her, mm-hmm. uh, and then as like they left the room, you, you get Hera, Kanan, and Rex still standing there, and Hera looks at them all kind of like because her face she's still kind of shocked too, so she's kind of got this like 
just unsure face, I guess. Her eyebrows yeah. kind of down, kind of like, did you know there were more? Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of questioning. And I, I don't know, like at this point, if she just doesn't know for sure. She just doesn't want to believe. I don't know. It's, well, like, I don't. Like she's questioning yeah. it too, but I don't feel like she's expecting the worst from Kane. As far as like, oh, he was withholding information. It's just more of like you said, a shock factor yeah. of holy crap, there's two more, right? And did you know that there were more and everything kind of like, and, and I mean, he answers honestly mm-hmm. he, and in the most eerie way too. He's just like, no. Right. <laughs> the most shocking way as yeah. well because it, he's, he's still in shock over the fact that there's even Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. Because so. they thought they dealt with dealt with that uh, with the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. So yeah. Mm, nope. I guess if you, there was a Grand one, you probably should have realized. <laughs> there are probably baby ones somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and Kanan even looks over to Rex and asks, you know, do you think Ahsoka knows that there's Inquisitors? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he just looks at Kanan's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think Rex was one of the ones, I think Rex was probably the only one on that ship that probably had one of the closest relationships with Ahsoka. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, Definitely. Yeah. They fought that, side by side more than anyone. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. On that ship. So. Mm-hmm. Whew. But yeah, and then Kanan leaves us with the we really have no idea what we're up against. Mm-hmm. And, and and then I like I like your notes, cue Vader music. Well, yeah, because the Vader music cues <laughs> yeah. at the end of the episode. Right. I actually had to rewind it because I thought I heard the. <laughs> oh, not like that. The. <laughs> or something. I don't know. I can't even do it. The Vader breathing. I think that's pretty much yeah, uh, it ends with the the Vader music, and I thought I heard the breathing in mm-hmm. there too, but I rebound it. But yeah, but nothing. but so keeping with our horror movie um, similarities, I mean, it ends the same way. It's kind of like okay, well, our heroes made it out, but it's not the end, right? Pretty much. There's <laughs> there's more to this story. I mean, mm-hmm. we're definitely going to see those Inquisitors again, but absolutely, this was definitely uh a thrilling episode, I guess, is a good mm-hmm. way to put it. Because, I mean, it wasn't very jumpy, I guess. It was thrilling, chilling, spooky, scary. It was spooky. <laughs> it was scary. I mean, there were things going on in the corners. There was noises, clanking, mm-hmm. stalking, running. Yes. <laughs> uh, blinking. <laughs> Just kidding. But there was one scene where Fifth Brother, um, his eyes creeped me out. Um, oh, yeah, because they blink sideways. They, well, they blink twice. Yeah. They blink regular, like our eyes blink, and then it blinks. Oh, I didn't like notice a, that. Yeah. I just saw the sideways. Yeah, oh, he, he blinks, gosh. and then two seconds later, like, the sides come in and blink, too. Ooh, no. Yes, we're going back no. to see You have to see it. I don't it wanna. That's why I rewind it and be like, oh, look at that. <laughs> y'all, it's exactly in the scene when he realizes the bombs are there. Yes. So if you're going to go watch it, it's that scene, just watch his eyes. They close normal, mm-hmm. like a blink, like our eyes do. And then they do like the weird sideways ones. I think like, I don't know what does that. I uh, like, I think sharks do that. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. Because I mean, he does have like shark-like features. We don't know what species he is. So I was going to say so reptiles, I but I don't know if reptiles blink like that either. So Maybe. Oh, well. <laughs> they blink sideways, y'all. It's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. I do think that the creepiest moment of this episode still for me is when um, the ID-9 probe droid uh, uses Chopper to fake a distress to a distress signal to Ezra. Um, I kind of honestly agree with you on that because <laughs> I didn't realize that's what was happening until you literally just told me. Yeah, because like poor Chopper like couldn't do anything. Like he had this thing just like inside him. Like 
Oh, no. I, that's that's the worst. It wasn't the most gruesome, but if, if there was going to be a gruesome part of this episode, that was it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen that in a Predator movie somewhere. <laughs> Maybe. But overall, good episode. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I had like a... Was there any part that kind of gave you the willies or... Gave me the willies. <laughs> the willies. The chili willies? Is the that what you're talking about? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's what I was trying to think and see. I mean, like, there's several parts in it that kind of freak me out. Honestly, the most, like, I guess, shiver worthy moment for me, the kind of like the ooh <laughs> moment, was when they um, were going after a chopper mm-hmm. um, to help him after his help signal. And they're just so focused on that droid that in the background you see Seven Sisters standing there coming yeah. at them, and you don't even see her. Like, we see her, but they don't see her yet. Yeah. And then she makes the light, and mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, she just looks Out of very the shadows. Like it just, like I said, it just reminds me of like someone stalking in a doorway. Mm-hmm. Like you roll over in the middle of the night, and there's it's something your, in your doorway. It's your worst fear. It literally is. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're sleeping with the door closed. <laughs> Tonight and every night. Now it's at the front of your mind. <laughs> it is. It's gonna be. Um, but I agree. It was it was a really great episode. Um, I didn't remember being remember it being as creepy as it is. Um, I love it though. Yeah, like it's I don't know. There's something about the fact that the heroes are running as fast as they can and still can't get away from the stalking and the walking villains. I mean, like they weren't concerned. They're like, you're gonna trip over something. I got you. And then even Seventh Sister, when Ezra started to get away, she was like, no. And then pulls him in with the force by his legs, like paranormal activity style. I'm like, nope. <laughs> no, nope. That's creepy. <laughs> exactly. No, I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, lots of chilling moments. Very creepy, but Ugh. Yes. I'm glad it's over, honestly. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I think that's our episode for this week. Yeah, it sure is. So, guys, thank you so much for uh, listening and watching another episode of Kestrel Weekly. Be sure to tune in next week. Uh, We will be talking Massacre. Mm. We're going back to the Clone Wars, um, to a little place on Dathomir, home to the Night Sisters. (laughs) Take me home, Dathomir. Oh, no. Um, so, uh, we got, uh, undead, um, magic, all the creepy stuff. Uh, Robots. Nothing good happens on Dathomir. This is very true. (laughs) There's one thing I've learned about Clone Wars and Dathomir, like like you said, nothing good happens there. Nothing good happens there, ever. Nothing. (laughs) We just need to quarantine that place. (laughs) Um. Just need to blow it up. (laughs) Probably the best option. <laughs> Let it explode. Where's the Death Star when you need it? Right. You chose the wrong planet, Death right? Star. Right. No. Well, <laughs> the pretty ones like Alderaan. Um. So yeah. So next week uh, we'll be watching the episode from the Clone Wars Massacre. Um. So definitely stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe if you are not already. Um. And if you enjoyed this episode, uh, leave us a, a review on iTunes. Um five star we'll read it on the a future episode you can also find us on social media at kessel run weekly on instagram facebook and twitter and on our website kesselrunweekly.com Ooh, <laughs> scary <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Alright guys. So again, thank you for listening and watching. And until next time, my name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And may the force be with you. Always. 